Good morning from the traffic center. Got a medical call, 53 in Douglas. May have some northbound blockage there. Everything else looks really good this morning. I don't see any other problems. You be careful on your trip in. Popeye's Buffalo Ranch Tenders, Signature Side, and Buttermilk Biscuit, only 5 bucks now. University in Jordan, 72 in Jeff, and North Parkway. Captain Nick in the Popeye's 72 in Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Scout Guide Huntsville presents the Live Local Huntsville campaign to help workers in hospitality and retail industry challenged by the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Visit Scout Guide Huntsville on Facebook to buy cool t-shirts with 100% of the proceeds going to the fund to help these workers. There are pictures of the t-shirts to choose from and they're only $25. There's a link to the Women's Economic Development Council where you can apply for funds. You can even make an extra donation while you're there. Go to Facebook, Scout Guide Huntsville and make a difference today. common sense, and a few gray hairs to the table through his many, many years of experience. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This is Fred Holland. Oh, no. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. You know, I will, I've learned the lesson. And, and it's kind of cool because it's kind of like, uh, what's the big thing going around right now? That, that everything, you can clean everything with powder tide. <laughs> right? So, I'm, so, so that's stuck in my head. So uh, Dallas Terrell joins us. He's uh, the author, old friend of the show, and a new book called uh, Who Kidnapped Uncle Tom and Why It Matters. Uh, so you, you told me something I will never forget now because it's one of those things, you know, an elephant never forgets, right? Um, Terrell is a first name. Terrell is a last name. As a rule, yes. As a rule. <laughs> so that's the rule we're going to go with. So that's, that's Terrell. So not, I will never forget that. Not that we'll remember, really. No, Dallas I'll remember that one. We'll ask you next time you're here. No, I'll remember now. Because he made it simple. <laughs> like powder tide cleans everything. Uh, <laughs> no, that's really going around right now. No, in all seriousness, uh, welcome in. I don't, I'm excited about this because, you know, I'm a history geek. I love all this stuff. And, I mean, the more of it, the more we look into things, uh, we find these people were, were all flawed characters. We find, um, in the case, I didn't know till I looked it up, um, but the book that, that your book is kind of following here, mm-hmm. uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe's um, uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin, was a, was the only outsold by the Bible right. in the mid-1800s, mm-hmm. banned in the South. Yes. And you were making an interesting point prior to the, and, and this is the part, what, what, what happens when people say you can't have this? Yeah. Everybody wants Everybody it, right? Everybody wants it, yeah. So if, if slaves who, for the most part, couldn't read, there were some could, but mm-hmm. that was a crime too, right, right. During, during that time. Right. Southerners must have read this book yeah. for it to be a bestseller. Well, that, right? that and it was very, it was very popular in uh, in um, Britain. Ah, very so it was worldwide. So it was worldwide sales oh, yes. here. Oh yes, yes. So this is thought to be one of the catalysts because because Lincoln read it as mm-hmm. well. It was one of his favorite books. This kind of had an effect on 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 helping end slavery. Yes, had a great effect because. Uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe was dealing basically with two things that she saw that was going on. One, there was arrogance and um, greed in the South, mm-hmm. and then there was apathy and arrogance in the North. And she had to overcome both of those in her book. So her characters, which she weaved them beautifully, speak to these particular forces, and she gives voice to 
three entities to who at that time did not have a voice. That was children, mm-hmm. black males, and females. Those are the three entities throughout the book that have the voice of reason. Um, and it was very controversial that particular time because it's almost like, you know, the idea of a, uh, when, when Jesus told the story of the Good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. You know, you had individuals that were standing up saying, what do you mean? There's no such thing as a Good Samaritan. You know, so we, we, because we're kind of out of touch with that particular culture, it gets, it gets kind of lost. But it'll be, you know, in our today culture, it'll be something like if someone said in Tuscaloosa, a good, a good, uh, a burner, or they say in, in Auburn, a good bammer. Yeah. Um, it's like, wait a minute, that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. No, those people are our enemy. But you know, it's funny you should mention kids, because kids are ki- kids are kids forever. Yeah. I mean, kids are always, you look at a kid from the 1800s and you look at a kid now. Kids are kids, they, they, they're not noticing all right. this stuff. They're just, they're just going, oh, there's somebody to hug. Right. You know, right? Right. So that, so. The, everything else is taught. Yeah. So one, so one of the major characters, her name was Eva for Evangelina, and she was a small girl who, uh, befriended, became very good friends with Uncle Tom. So oftentimes when you see pictures of quote unquote Uncle Tom and a little girl, that's Eva. And mm. Eva represented being able to see everybody in the same way God saw them. Which is what kids do. Exactly. <laughs> Until they're told different. <laughs> Until they're told different. Exactly. Until they're taught different. All right. So talk about what, what was the catalyst to, obviously this is a book that, that had a great impact on mm-hmm. it. Who who could who kidnapped uh, Uncle Tom and why does it matter? Well, one of the things that I've always been intrigued with with the whole subject. I read the book for for the first time, at least I attempt to when I was in middle school. Um, I had a love for reading. Uh, my mother instilled that into me. She cultivated it. I'm an only child, so books became my friend. Um, so, growing up in the city that I grew up in, um, my mother was really involved in GOP. Um, um, Activities in the city of St. Louis, and she was she was in, in St. Louis is a very democratic city, mm-hmm. um, and my mother was called names, um, and I was always intrigued why people called her those names. So I began to look those names up. Back then there was no Google; you had to have an encyclopedia. Yeah, you know, so everybody. Oh, now it's too easy. So everybody had that <laughs> wall in their house that had that big old bookcase that you bought the encyclopedias one summer and then you had to buy the bookcase the next summer. Um, so she, so I looked at, so I just, look, I began to look stuff up and then I, be, and then that began to grow into why were individuals who were so impacted by slavery, why were individuals continuing to call each other names that were plantation based epithets? Um, so that kind of all fueled me. Um, so as I began to read about the term Uncle Tom, I began to discover a few things. And then, so that's always been in the back of my mind. I'll tell you after the break why it is turned into a book. All right. It's, it's intriguing because you go, woo, this will get you. Who kidnapped Uncle Tom and why it matters? Dallas Terrell, the author. This is a, it's our first interview on the book because it's just, just coming out, right? All right. We'll tell you how to get it, too. Coming up. Talk radio doesn't have to be boring. Hey, it's Joe Pags. Today at 5 on Talk Radio for the Rest of Us. 1450 105.3 WTKI Talk. 
With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Wall Street owners of the Philadelphia 76ers and New Jersey Devils now have a toehold in the NFL. Sources say Josh Harris and David Blitzer acquired a stake of less than 5% in the Pittsburgh Steelers earlier this year. In addition to the 76ers and Devils, they also own Newark's Prudential Center and the Crystal Palace Soccer Club of the English Premier League. Most recently... They've been exploring a possible bid for the New York Mets. Motorists who want to celebrate Louisiana State University's latest college football national championship victory will be able to buy a specialized license plate commemorating the season. State lawmakers authorized creation of a special LSU National Champions 2019 license plate that can be used on a vehicle in place of a regular state-issued plate. And that's the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report. I'm Charlie Pellet. We're all in uncharted territory, looking for ways to support our communities. At Dell Technologies, we're making sure small businesses have the right tech solutions. Dell Technologies advisors are here for you, from helping small businesses stay connected and productive while working remotely with Windows 10 and Microsoft Teams, to rapidly deploying remote work solutions that limit upfront costs with Dell Financial Services. We're standing by you every step of the way. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Your employees and customers have new expectations when it comes to cleanliness. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. A trained Cintas technician can apply disinfectant and sanitizer spray to common surfaces. And we'll keep you well stocked with gloves, face masks, hand sanitizer, and disinfectant wipes, professional cleaning supplies, and PPE. Just a few ways Cintas can help you keep your business safe. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. So you want it really clean? Here's Jake Snavely, owner of Huntsville's Bio One. COVID-19 took everybody by surprise, but disinfection is something that we already do by practice. Our chemicals disinfect against HIV, MRSA, C. diff, Ebola. And when this thing started happening, it's like, look, we're already expert at this. Our phones just started ringing off the hook. Not only medical facilities, but we've done several schools, restaurants, funeral homes, courthouses. We've been disinfecting vehicles for law enforcement. It's been fantastic. They call it proactive cleaning. There's a thousand people that come into this school every day or what have you. Can you guys just come in and do the disinfection? Whether it's required or not, they want to feel safe. They want their patrons and students and et cetera to feel safe, too. Bio One as a company has been around for almost 20 years, and we've been serving Alabama here for almost six years. They can go to our website. It's bio1huntsville.com. It's all spelled out, B-I-O-O-N-E, huntsville.com. We're helping people all across Alabama. It's been great. They're walking on the fighting side of me. Running down a way of life, our fighting men have fought and died to keep. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song that I'm singing be a warning. When you're running down our country horse, you walk in on the fighting side of me. Well, you know, sometimes we need a little Merle here and there. Uh, Dallas Terrell is the uh, author of... All right, so this book, it, it, really timing has worked out for you because uh, who who kidnapped Uncle Tom and why it matters was going to come out earlier. It was, it, and and yeah, we, we were, had all we were, this we, stuff. Yeah, we were gunning for May. Now, I was shooting for 2020. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I started this process of it going from just a passing interest to wanting to put all my notes together and do more research. 
because I wanted to come out in 2020 because I knew the ramp up to the 2020 election, there was going to be a lot of racial politics, a lot of what I call plantation politics going on. Um, and I wanted to speak to that. So tell us about the book. What you, you, we're hoping the timing now, I think, is perfect. Yes. yes. I, I, you know, here we are talking about something in a time when there are a lot of people wrestling for control here. Right. And the rest of us are just having to watch. Yes. To some yes, degree. Yes. Um, there's a concept that I'm bringing out in the book that I kind of saw it as I looked at history. And it was called plantation politics. And it can be looked at. Not only in the slave community, but also can be looked at in the bigger community of government. Um, those who hold the power, okay, represent the slave master. In the 1800s, it was um, the slave institution in the United States. Today, it can be looked at as big government. But the idea is this, that those who are in power do not want to lose their power, so they begin to play what I call plantation politics. Now, on the plantation, it would have been between the house sa- house slave and the field slave, is that the house slave was looked upon because he had better accommodations at times. Mm-hmm. All right? So, as far as the slave master was concerned, one way that he could keep insurrections from happening is not allowing the slaves to be um, harmonious with one another. If you could keep some type of fighting going on, infighting, jealousy uh, going on between your your slaves, then there's no way they can get together and come up with an idea of how to get the slave master. And this is used all the time in all kinds of different v- venues, right? right? And, uh, and, that's, and that was one of the reasons why I had an aha moment, because I saw that being played out throughout history where um, this was going on. So when you look at who originally kidnapped Uncle Tom, those have been those individuals who were threatened by the social structure that Uncle Tom was going to bring about, which is going to be equalization and emancipation. So that was the initial individuals who were against Uncle Tom. They had the uh, black face back, black face plays um, that were going on. Many people didn't read the book, but they did see the plays. So that was their idea of who Uncle Tom was. Mm. So that was the original, quote-unquote, kidnappers. Okay, 1852 is when the book came out. Um, after Reconstruction, it failed, or ended, uh, whichever one you want to call it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a, what Lincoln envisioned. Yeah. It ended up you being had a lot a, different. You had a large contingent of migration of blacks heading to the north. Um, <clears throat> two reasons. One, when the uh, federal um, troops left the south, they didn't feel uh, safe anymore. And then number two... Agriculture was kind of dying down because machinery was taking over a lot of those particular uh, jobs. And the jobs were north. And the jobs were north because the industry was such that you have to get this stuff to market. So factories were booming. Uh, you had job opportunities. You had immigration coming from Europe. And then you had blacks coming up from the south, coming up to uh, to the cities in the north. So you had all these things going on. So the early 1900s. The way it had changed. Now it was a cultural identity thing. Blacks were trying to separate themselves from being slaves or ex-slaves and wanted to be looked at as equals. So you went from emancipation to empowerment, now to equalization. A funny thing happened when you're doing that, though, is because you had blacks in the North who were a generation away from slavery, generation away from the Civil War. They were out of touch with that whole concept. They grew up around whites. They had schooling, even though it was separate. But they had schooling. So when they saw these blacks coming from the south, they really didn't identify with them. The blacks from the south wanted to be segregated. They did not trust white people. They mm-hmm. wanted to go to work. Well, they that's to understandable, come back. Right. isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. They wanted to come back to wherever they lived and be left alone. 
So they were for segregation. Blacks in the North, they were looking for equalization. So they wanted integration. So they began to look down upon those blacks who came from the South and started calling them Uncle Toms because they associated Uncle Tom with slavery and being backwards. And they felt like if these individuals were allowed to come come to the North and have their way, whether it be culturally or music or whatever it is, then they would set us back, so to speak. You know, you're bringing up an interesting, and I don't want to take us too far in this direction, but, you know, we in the 30s and 40s, and, and you know, we'll, we're going to talk about June, Juneteenth on, on Friday, about how the Church Street was the big happening place because, and, and it's it's typical, right? The Italians came here. They couldn't quite assimilate. They were, they were shunned. The Chinese, same thing. Blacks coming from the South probably in the same boat, and those who stayed, you had these thriving, well, fine, if nobody will do business with us, we'll form our own. Mm-hmm. That's how you ended up with these great nucleuses of Atlanta, Birmingham, a lot of the northern cities, where you had just like Chinatown mm-hmm. in, in all major cities around exactly. the world, right? Right, exactly. And we'll just start our own, right? right? So right. there was that going on, too. Yeah. So there was a cultural identity thing that was going on where um, the United States was being more involved in international politics. Um, We're trying to separate ourselves from being slavery. So the United States was, as a whole, was looking to assert itself overseas. 1900s, Woodrow Mm -hmm. Wilson. Okay? Blacks were there in the North saying, look, we still got issues. Don't forget about us. Mm-hmm. You know, slavery is ended, but there's still major issues when it comes to discrimination, separate but equal. Uh, Plessy Ferguson. So there was a need to have a voice. So you have some of the great uh, organizations started in the early 1900s. NAACP is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you had these organizations that started. You had these movements that started because everybody's vying for who's going to speak for the black person. So you had this contingent of West Indies uh, um, um, individuals who, let me back up, slavery had ended in the West Indies and in the, in the Caribbeans in 1830, mm-hmm. okay? You had many of those individuals come north to the United States. They didn't identify with blacks from the north or the south. So you have, so you have three elements but now. Exactly. Yeah. So they were considered pseudo-Negroes, bougie. Because, one, they talked a very proper English. Many of them were bilingual. Many of them were very internationally aware. So when they came, those were a lot of individuals that led a lot of the pan-African um, um, uh, international um, freedom movements early on. And you have blacks in the United States who are saying, look, we're not really concerned about what's going on over there in Brazil right now. Mm-hmm. We've got issues here. So you had this Marcus Garvey, you had all these different individuals who were ba- who were pit battles against one another. So this is this plantation politics thing, is that you had all these individuals looking to be the cultural voice of the black voice so that the United States could answer those questions of of the the amendments after the Civil War that were pre, that were written, but because of Jim Crow in many areas, they were not realized. Ah. So so you have all this vying for attention. So that became the next manifestation of Uncle Tom is that you went from flat out bigots who were anti Toms to now you have blacks who are fighting over cultural identity, calling each other Uncle Toms and other plantation based names. And if you want to if if you want to control any group of people, 
That's perfect. It's That's perfect. the perfect storm. Right. 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 Because if what, I'm sitting here wanting to gain power and you guys are fighting it e- with each other, I just find a way to make it all work for exactly. me. Exactly. I sit back and eat popcorn. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other instigator in this particular time during the early 1900s was the Marxist element. Mm-hmm. Which so, was attractive to a to a number of uh, black Americans exactly. and white Americans as well. Right. Yeah, because they saw what was going on, the magic part of it, till it actually gets implemented, and then it's not so cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> At least that's what we found in history so yeah. far. Big, gov- big, big government. Uh, anyway, Dallas Terrell is the author of uh, Who Hijacked Uncle Tom? Kidnapped. Oh, kidnapped. <laughs> did I just say hijacked? Yeah, hijacked. <laughs> Good God. Did I do that one? <laughs> I, hope I hope I've only done that one time. Remember hijacked, he was kidnapped. Uh, Uncle Tom and why it matters. More, he's with us for the hour. Stick around. Even when surrounded by idiots, we can still smile. We're not ordinary people. We're morons. I'm Mike Gallagher. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. Had a medical call, 53, and Douglas may be causing a little bit of northbound problem. Other than that, we're looking absolutely clear this morning. No wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems to pass along. Do your methods to lose weight no longer work for you? Odds are your hormones are the problem. Find out with a free hormone quiz at 2030huntsville.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. If the Declaration of Independence says we're created... Doesn't matter. Declaration of Independence has no validity under the law. I notice you said it's unconstitutional. Did you say it's undeclarational? It is. It is undeclarational. Yes. That's one hell of an argument, and I love it. Oh, yeah! Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 Handle on the Law, Saturday nights from 9 to midnight on WTKI Talk. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-489-7204. 489-7204. That's 800-489-7204. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19. Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC32. Establishment of a plan may adversely affect the individual's credit rating or credit scores. Non-payment of debt may lead creditors to increase finance charges or collections activity, including litigation. 
It's an amazing time in our industry because things are changing so rapidly. This helps our customers save money while upgrading and improving efficiency. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. One of our largest customers recently upgraded, saved $20,000 a month, and met new government security requirements. With our new human resource software, another customer cut their workflow in half and improved employee morale. We are not just a copier company anymore. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. You're planning to add some outdoor living space this summer with pavers. I'm Denny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about some paver project pointers right after this. Every home has things it needs, things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app, order it online with the push of a button, and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself, and low prices that make it all possible. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Pavers are a great way for homeowners to add outdoor living space themselves. But you need to do the job right unless you want to redo it again in just a few seasons. First, start with a good base. Instead of sand, use three to six inches of compactable crushed stone or rock as a base material. You can find it with the pavers at your home center. Then rent a plate compactor to pound it into a flat, solid surface. Then you can add one inch layer of sand on top of that to bed the pavers in. Once the surface is complete, secure plastic edging strips around the perimeter with long spikes to keep the blocks along the edges firmly in place. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. The most dangerous day for a newborn is her first day of life. Every 31 seconds, an infant dies from infections, pneumonia, malnutrition. But she doesn't have to die. For more than 60 years, Project Hope has been saving lives around the world. Delivering medicines and supplies. Giving newborns a healthy start. Making sure her first day of life is not her last. Because everyone deserves hope. To volunteer or learn more about Project Hope, visit projecthope.org slash newborns. The official healthcare provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk. That's the best you could do. That's a, all right, so that takes care of the first name. 
I Everybody's got to have a theme song. What can we do? I couldn't get Terrell Owens to show up. <laughs> so we have a Dallas, the theme from Dallas for Dallas Carroll. That's, 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 that's pretty weak. No, no. If, if, if you're not over 54, you won't even recognize right. it. <laughs> We've left out a whole generation. Uh, Dallas Terrell is the uh, author of Who Kidnapped Uncle Tom and Why It Matters. All right, so I'm, as we, for, for people just, uh, just trying to, the 1800s for this country we had a lot of moving parts and now i'm thinking we got to have a scorecard cuz you got you got the caribbean blacks who are coming who have no where slavery ended in like the 1830s i yes. think you said yes and then you have the blacks who moved north the blacks who are already there Correct. who are culturally different right. and then you have the immigrants the italians the irish and all those people moving in and then you add another element where you have those left in the South after the South's been devastated and it's trying to recover. You have you have whites and blacks in the South fighting over limited resources. This gets really, like I said, a lot of moving parts. Yeah, a lot right? of moving parts. Yeah, another thing that you mentioned at that, um, you know, after the Civil War, you had individuals from the North coming down to take advantage of mm-hmm. this situation. Again, taking advantage, taking advantage of the advantage chaos. Of so. You've got a lot of people using a lot of people. Um, um, so when that happens, individuals gravitate toward what they're familiar with because everybody's a threat now. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, what are you doing here? You know, well, what's in it for you? You're saying you're coming to help me. What's in it for you? So there was a lot of distrust. So one of the things that happened with Uncle Tom's Cabin was this, was that in abolitionism, there was distrust. You had different people Wanting to end slavery, but for different reasons. Yeah. Okay. Well, Lincoln wanted to end it to preserve the Union. Right. And that was really his only goal. Right. right? Exactly. Um, so you've had all these particular things, but the thing that Uncle Tom's Cabin did that was brilliant um, was that it galvanized all these particular voices into one voices and says, hey, wait a minute. You stop fighting with this guy. You stop fighting with this guy, because right now we've got this big monster we need to take care of. So in her story, no one is spared. I mean, she gets after everybody. No one comes out of a sin. Ah, nah, 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 nah. You should listen to this. No, she said basically, you have a problem. You have a problem. You have a problem. It's all indicted here. So slavery had a th- what I call a three uh, uh, three legged stool. You have the element that justified it on the on the basis of the Bible. They would take certain verses out of the Bible and say, okay, this is why blacks should be slaves. Mm-hmm. You had individuals using the Constitution and taking parts of the Constitution and saying, this is why you should have uh, blacks as being slavery. Okay, and then you had pseudoscience saying individuals were inferior by virtue of their color. So you had these three pegs, or you had these three legs that upheld this three-legged stool. So what Harry Beecher Stowe came and says, she knocked off all three of those legs. And also went after the people who didn't care. Exactly, the apathy. Because the apathy was the one that, uh, right. it, it seems like that was the one she had abhorred the most, right? Well, it, not only was You the, who don't care, you're in here too. Well, not only was it the apathy, but those individuals, she had to show them that because you were buying products that were made by slave labor, you are indicate you are... Um, favoring the institution. You are in favor the institution, because if you can't make a profit from your slave industry, you're going to get rid of your slaves. You know, you brought up another interesting thing in that, you know, there's this debate. And, and look, uh, Vice President Stevens, Stevenson, I guess, was it was it Stevens or Stevenson? The, 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 
anyway, he's the one that that said, yes, this is about slavery. This is why we're so. I'm, I'm going to defer the argument that, that people say, well, this you know the the Civil War wasn't about slavery. Right. It was, but it was about a lot of other things as well because the dirt farmer was not necessarily going to be that upset if slavery went away because you you we, you pointed out when we were talking during the break. Here's the dirt farmer competing with a guy that's got free labor. Mm-hmm. There was resentment there too, exactly. right? Right. So this guy maybe picks up arms because his his homeland's being invaded by these people that are that are trying to change things. But at the same time, he's not too upset that this guy's not going to have free labor anymore, exactly. right? Right. So again, a, a lot of a lot of things going on here at the same time. Right. So you know, so the, so a blanket indictment of saying the South, or a blanket indictment saying the North, one bad and one good, is not consistent with history, because you just had individuals. There was a lot of good and bad everywhere. There was a lot of good and bad all, everywhere. And there always is. And there always is. Right? That's, that's human nature. So one of the things that Harriet Beecher Stowe does in her book is be able to do this to say, um, to the culture at that particular time, they did not feel. Many did not feel that blacks were even human, because if you can get that out of your mind, then how you treat them, there's less guilt. So the idea of them being a somehow subhuman group. Uh, so then you had the individuals going around talking about um, um, there's no sense in trying to teach them how to read because they can't learn. There's no there's no sense in being able to put them in a better situation because they'll never be able to take care of themselves. Um, so all of these things that are basically human oriented, they begin to deny. So being able to show an uncle, to be able to show Tom as an individual who had these human like qualities, who was a virtuous Christ like individual, totally upset the structure. Well, did you throw in Benjamin Benneker, who was a surveyor who helped lay out Washington, D.C.? Mm-hmm. How does history look at him? Mm-hmm. And then you have the bridge, build, the bridge builder, Horace King, that the racist Alabama legislature had to pay, pass special legislation so he could stay because they didn't want to lose their bridge builder. Exactly. And it all came back to power, yes, right? Always power. <laughs> you, you mentioned it right there. You just happen to be a black guy, but right. we need you right now. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And that's and again, that's one of the things that I'm dealing with is the relentless pursuit of power that will cause other people to dehumanize other people and call them names because it's easier to deal with them. I don't have to deal with you as a human. I just call you a name. And that's why we're not talking to each other right now. We're talking at each we're other. We're talking at each other. Right? Exactly. So if I can dehumanize you, if I can demean you, then I do not have to deal with you on a human level, which, le- which alleviates my guilt now. You know, but if I look at you as a human being, that's going to check how I talk to you. But we're harmed by it in the long run, right? Because exactly. the that's, the why it, really, that's the part where I talk about and why it matters. Well, and that's, you know, the problem here is there are a lot of there's a lot of bad in the world. And and for whatever reason, they the, the United States has always been one of those things they want to tear down. But there's more opportunity. I keep arguing there's more opportunity today than there ever was, and I refuse to believe we're sitting here in 1968 all over again. Well, I don't of, buy it. Well, one of the things that proves that is that people are still trying to get into this country. Yeah, from yeah, areas go, huh. from from areas <laughs> where um, everybody there looks like them, mm-hmm. but they want to come here. Um, because they see opportunity. They're basically, oftentimes when they come over, it says, you guys think you got it bad. <laughs> you should check out where I just came from. What do, and, and, and I, I, I say this in that, again, I celebrate the individual, but I want to ask your opinion on this. What is the, this generation of black black men and women 
missing about the opportunity of America well, from, from your perspective? Well, for one thing, age? because of the media, there is a message that comes to the media that if you continue to repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, people will believe it, even though their experience tells them different. Don't believe your own eyes sometimes. Exactly. Or the media will get you questioning things that... Um, um, like, so say, for instance, you have a particular neighbor, you and him get along, you look different, you dress different, you go to different churches, and then people come around and tell you constantly that because that person looks the way they are, they don't like you. They don't have your best interest at heart. Yet you're the one who calls them when you see something going on in their yard and you're saying, hey, uh, check out your back window, something's going on. They look out for you. Um, so one of the things I think we need to be able to do is be able to look at What's going on around us and not be so affected by our emotions and be able to take a step back and say, wait a minute, that doesn't look right. That doesn't smell right. I want to get more into the why it matters part because we've got a couple of, and then we'll tell people how to get the book, which is coming out in September. We hope. You're still trying to get the sucker out. Hey, it's a great looking cover, man. Uh, anyway, who kidnapped Uncle Tom and why it matters more with Dallas Terrell just ahead. Listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. At that medical call, 53 and Douglas had some northbound headaches there, but that one should be wrapped up. Is the mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnadin, an easy-to-use oral device, which is insurance accepted for sleep apnea and snoring. 350-CARE-OR-RANDALL-SANDLIN.COM. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. They make one grow out instead of up. Back in one minute with your food chain question of the day. There is a homeopathic remedy for just about every ailment. Longtime medical doctor, osteopath, and homeopath Jeff Lester is available to accurately diagnose the root cause of your affliction and prescribe the proper homeopathic remedy to help your body resolve its affliction. Homeopathic remedies for heart and lung disease, migraine headaches, ADHD, depression, diabetes, and many other afflictions of the body and mind is at hand and may cost less than $10 per month without insurance. For your personal homeopath consultation, call Dr. Jeff Lester at 888-600-8117. Dr. Jeff Lester, 888-600-8117. 888-600-8117. Your homeopathic remedy is at hand for less than you think possible. 888-600-8117. A new study by the National Cancer Institute's Dr. Edwina Wambago found that more than a quarter of the calories children consume are empty of essential nutrients. Wambago's team compiled data from a nine-year study of children's eating habits and determined that the percentage of empty calories being consumed by children went up with their age and independence. The main source of empty calories were soft drinks, fruit juices, cookies, brownies, pizza, and ice cream. 
Question. Which is your main supplier of empty calories? Convenience store, gas station, or supermarket? Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's WTKIRadio.com. Variety and price. What else can you say about Alabama's oldest smoke shop, the Humidor Pipe Shop? I smoke cigars and pipes, both. Being the oldest shop, they've got brands that have been around a long time, but they also have all the new brands as well. I've traveled all over the country, and this is as singularly as good a place to buy variety as I've ever found. The prices are significantly better than anybody else around. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. It's me, your bathroom medicine cabinet. I see you naked, know how often you floss, and watch you pluck unsightly hairs. I can keep a secret, but you need to know. Your kids have been taking your prescriptions to get high. I couldn't keep it quiet, because prescription drug abuse now causes more deaths than cocaine and heroin ODs combined. So please, mind your meds. For tips on safeguarding your meds and your family, visit the partnership at drugfree.org. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash WTKI. You know, we always thought the four-letter words were tar- terrible. Power is not a four-letter word, but everybody seems to be trying to grab it here. Uh, Dallas Terrell is the author of Who Kidnapped uh, Uncle Tom and uh, Why It Matters. I, all right, systemic racism. I, I'm, I'm not buying it, and I, you know, maybe I'm missing something here. But, you know, you go back to the, you, you put a bunch of uh, little kids, you know, take a bunch of four-year-olds and put them out on the playground. You can put Asians, you can put black kids, you can put, you know, whoever. They're all out there hugging each other. Mm-hmm. It's taught. Right. Right? Right. Um, yes, because one of the key here is, is that you were talking about what is it that the community needs. What is occurring in the African-American community is the same thing that's occurring in the United States, is that we've lost the ability to be able to disagree with one another and still uphold the other person's humanness. We've lost the ability to be able to debate a particular issue uh, and still appreciate the person uh, who has that differences of opinion. Uh, this hurts us as the United States. This hurts us as a minority community. Um, it just hel- it just hurts us all together because you begin to uh, uh, discourage um, looking at something in a different matter. So if something is not working and you don't allow other input to come in, basically what you're saying is that nothing's going to change. Well, it's just like what we've done with education. We keep doing the same dumb stuff over and over again. Exactly. And every, you know, as much as we embrace Europe, in Europe, the money follows the kid <laughs> in education. Yeah. <laughs> That'll never happen here. Right. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. So when we talk about systematic racism is that you have different social constructs. The, the term systematic racism is a basic social construct that's not designed to explain something, but it's, it's designed to advance something. Mm-hmm. Racism is sin, just like a whole lot of other sins. And that's what one of the things that Harry Beecher Stowe was basically telling individuals. You could call all these different reasons why you want to keep slaves, but it's sinful. Mm-hmm. Okay, bottom line. So a person says, we're going to eradicate racism. Well, that's like saying, you're going to, I'm going to eradicate adultery. I'm going to eradicate, eradicate stealing. All sin. All sin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so it's being, always going to be with us. Right. So being able to understand that it's a heart problem. 
Mm-hmm. You can't beat somebody into liking you. You well, and that's that's back to we try all the time. Uh, you know, there's arguments all the time. Can you legislate morality? Right. Well, not if they don't want to play ball. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Same thing. All right. Well, this book is on its way. Uh, excited about the idea of um, I never thought about you know who kidnapped Uncle Tom and why it matters because a lot of people lay claim to Uncle Tom and it's all different. <laughs> How'd that happen? Hmm? One more with Dallas Terrell coming up. The Dana Show, the conservative alternative. Today at 2 on WTKI Talk. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Apple is facing two different investigations in the European Union over its Apple Pay service and its App Store software. EU antitrust investigators are looking into complaints from Apple's competitors, including Spotify technology. It has accused Apple of restricting developers that use its App Store. The EU is also looking into how Apple allows only its own Apple Pay to use the payment system built into Apple devices. Caesars Entertainment says its Nevada properties that reopened earlier this month saw business down more than 50% compared with a year ago. However, other Caesars locations that began operating in May are seeing better results. Caesars saw business up as much as 2% in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Missouri. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Employees and customers have new expectations when it comes to cleanliness. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. A trained Cintas technician can apply disinfectant and sanitizer spray to common surfaces. And we'll keep you well stocked with gloves, face masks, hand sanitizer, and disinfectant wipes, professional cleaning supplies, and PPE. Just a few ways Cintas can help you keep your business safe. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. It's a good report. No wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems. It's been smooth throughout the morning. That can change quickly, so you be careful. Put some extra room in there so you got somewhere to go if something does go wrong. Snelling has immediate need for an experienced accounts receivable specialist. It's a two-month project. Huntsville.snelling.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. The Army National Guard also trains to be ever vigilant against threats, foreign and domestic. They protect our skies with missile defense weaponry. They secure our information, communications and infrastructure with cybersecurity. And they protect us against chemical, biological and radiological hazards with the civilian support team. The Army National Guard also stands ready to deploy and provide support for conflicts or humanitarian missions abroad. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect, and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. 
In the Tennessee Valley, the choice is clear. It's easier here, as the savings are always greater at Honda of Decatur. You may not know it, but Honda of Decatur is the largest pre-owned dealer in the Valley. Guaranteed credit approval with prices starting at just $2,900. Most are under ten grand. Find certified Honda pre-owned as well, with financing as low as 3.9 for 72 months. The savings are always greater at HondaOfDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. Do you want issues or solutions? Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. If we had if we had another hour, he'd just keep trying Dallas this, Dallas that. We we just we we'd never hear the end of it. Uh, Dallas Terrell is uh, the the author of the soon to be released book, uh, "Who Kidnapped Uncle Tom and Why It Matters." Um, who who now has Uncle Tom under under their thumb and? Or, or trying to influence using Uncle Tom. Well, because it moves around, right? right? So I said, you know, so we're going through the stages. First, there was the social structure that was um, threatened, and those have been the individuals who were pro-slavery. Okay, then you had the cultural identity. That was at the turn of the 19th century because you had different blacks trying to get the voice and get the voice out for the black community. Um, that began calling each other plantation-type names in order to shut the other one up. Uh, now what we have is that we have this political manipulation that's going on that becomes a defrocking of an individual just because he doesn't think or talk the way other individuals are supposed to talk. So what I'm basically saying in this book about why it matters is that it does not serve a community very well when you shut out one segment of the community just because they don't vote the same way you vote on national issues. Most of what we deal with in our cities and in our communities don't have anything to do with national politics. All right? It has a lot to do with how we're treating each other on the street where we live, um, what we expect out of our city council members, what we set up, our commissioners, county commissioners. Um, those are areas where we live. But if you and I are not even talking, then whoever it is that we're trying to influence is sitting back saying, well, those people aren't together. Yeah. You know, so I can do whatever I want to do because I'm going to be here fighting for the next however long I want to keep running. You know, I get a little preachy sometimes. I'll try not to, but I, I'm not one who's ever going to go to a national protest or I won't even go to Montgomery. I might go to a council meeting or a, or a county commission meeting or a board meeting. And that's kind of where most of us are, right? We have day jobs. Exactly. We don't have the time. Exactly. Right? Right. So those who, here's the deal. So those who we elect, and this is why it matters, when those who we elect recognize that they are accountable to the people whom they say they represent and the people who voted them in or who people who, who voted, maybe they didn't vote them in, but when they continue to recognize that they're accountable, just like you and I, we're accountable to somebody on our job. I own my own business, but if I give sucky service, I'm going to lose business. Same here. And so, <laughs> so politicians have to understand, and the only way they're going to understand is if the populace will stop demeaning one another, stop defending certain pop politicians because that's our guy and be able to 
talk to one another and says we need to get together and put pressure in order to bring change in a particular area, um, that's going to benefit all of us. And it's not going to benefit just with this group or this group or this group. How do we deal? We're, 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 we're back to we're talking at each other. How do, how do we come? You know, Mike Ball was in here talking about we, we need to humble ourselves before God f- first. Exactly. Um, but we've got, we got to, we got to talk to each other. There's, our, our community's stronger than most, but we've felt the, the, the part of this too where right. you got other people coming in here trying to, trying to cause trouble. Right. And, and fire people up who are already pretty upset about some things. Right. Um, how do, how do we bridge all of that? Yeah. So one of the things that, that, that I'm trying to do with my particular, with my book when I talk about an end game is being able to say, okay, at the end of the day, Whoever you vote for, that's your business. But you and I need to roll up our sleeves. If we don't like the potholes in our street, if we don't like drug dealers selling drugs to our kids, if we don't like services not being brought to bear that are promised to us based on our tax money, you and I have to go down there together. We look a little different. We talk a little different. We go to different churches. But if we go down there together and say, hey, you're not doing your job, you're not doing your job, <laughs> yeah. we're going to get rid of you. That's when they begin to listen, and that's when things begin to change around us. Now when things come from the outside, we're able to band together and say, don't bring that in here. We're not, we're not dealing with that. All right. We're not going to divide us. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do that's it. That's heavy lifting. That takes that. that, that, that that's not, you know, it's not something we're going to go out and do right, tomorrow, right? Say, look, things aren't perfect here, but you're not going to divide us. We got it. We got to work harder. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's heavy lifting. All right. Who kidnapped Uncle Tom and why it matters? Uh, Dallas, Dallas Terrell joining us. And, uh, hey, we, we hope to get this book. We've had some, I, I guess the, it's hopefully September. Yes. The presses will be, be rolling. This COVID thing has messed thing up, messed things up. And then Boy, it, has, it has changed things. Yes, it has. I'll, I'll keep <laughs> Looking at his he glass spent over 30 world. years talking to and about North Alabama, and he's not done yet. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Buongiorno. This is Nick. Nick's Ristorante, the premier fine dining establishment in Huntsville and the Valley for the past 10 years. We're once again open for inside dining, Tuesday through Saturday. Adhering to the CDC guidelines of social distancing, stringent sanitation, and the staff will be wearing their PPE. Currently, we're open Tuesdays through Thursdays from 5 p.m. with open seating, and then Friday and Saturday by reservation only for two seating times at 5 and 7.30 p.m. If you want to give us a call, 256-489-8280, 256-489-8280, award-winning steaks, Classic northern Italian cuisine and the freshest of seafood. All at Nick's. Come on out and join us. Grazie. Ciao. They're a proud member of the iTex trading community. Your iTex dollars are welcome. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. 